everybody. Welcome back to the Hostile Environment Podcast, episode number eight. And if I sound a little different today, if you notice I have a little bit of a lisp, it's because I took about fucking nine layers of skin off the top of my lip, making my goddamn fucking breakfast this morning. It hurts like a son of a bitch. I was fucking, I had hard-boiled eggs. I put them in the microwave. I put one of those fucking Kraft single cheese slices on top of it. I put them in the microwave. I, I guess I must have left them on too fucking long. And when I went to take a bite, the thing like just made this explosion-like sound, but it split through the middle, and it fucking caught my lip in the middle of it like a goddamn sandwich. And I fucking the egg was stuck to my lip. So the the new guy I was working with must have thought I was a fucking retard because I was walking around. He's like, just flick it off your lip, and I knew if I did, it was gonna take the skin with it. And sure enough, it did. So. That's how my day started. My fucking lip hurts like a son of a bitch. And this guy thinks I have fucking mental deficiencies. But anyways, moving on on to bigger and better and positive things. How about this fucking weather? It's been goddamn gorgeous. And we need a little bit of positivity in our lives considering what we're all living through right now. It's just, you know, like you go out and just everyone's so much happier. Everyone's smiling. You know, the birds are chirping just a little bit louder. The dogs are smiling while they're getting walked. Everyone's saying hi and bye, and you know everyone's wearing masks. But other than that, everything seems almost like it's getting back to normal. But uh, you know, I guess fucking vitamin D really makes everything better. Um, that's what you know. A little bit more vitamin D, maybe we can kill this fucking virus and shit can get back to normal. Anyways, moving on from that. Uh, oh, boom! The weather. Maybe I should build that fucking barbecue that I've got sitting in my in a box on my in my fucking living room for the last three months. How about that? Anyways, um, before we get into the show, I got to give a shout out to my social media handler or my graphic designer uh, or both. <laughs> he's uh, He's been the hostile environment number one fan since day one, Mr. Jim Katsaftis. You've been holding it down since day one, my friend, so much respect and I love you and thank you for all your help and let's, uh, let's help build this thing together, shall we? And uh, on to that. Now... Um, so I was recently involved in a conversation with you, with a buddy of mine about modern technology. It was, it was kind of a off the cuff, weird conversation. It just started, um, well, the reason why we went tit for tat was because, uh, about two weeks ago I was listening to the radio and I heard this, this amazing song or well, not amazing, whatever. I heard this fucking song that was really, I liked it. And uh, of course, you know, typical radio stations, they don't tell you the name, they play about nine songs in a row, and unless you're listening the whole time, you never find out the fucking name. So the song got on my head, and you know I'm driving, so I couldn't whip out my phone and shazam it because you know I don't want to get pinched and get a massive ass ticket. And um, you know I was driving my Ford Escape, so that doesn't have the the digital song, uh, you know, uh, you know what what song's playing and what the name of the artist is, like the BMW does. So I didn't have a fucking idea what the song was. So. Um, it's been on my head for like two weeks and I've been humming it here and humming it there and making up my own words like I usually do to songs. Even when I do know the words, I still make up my own fucking words, but it was killing me. I wanted to know the name of the song. So my buddy came over and we're having a couple beers and just shooting the shit and sure enough, the uh, the Drive at Five Street Mix with DJ Danny D came on and uh, the song popped on. Luckily, you know, had the phone handy, Shazam, that motherfucker got the song put it on my spotify playlist i was pretty i guess i was overly enjoyed like i, I was super proud of myself and super happy because my buddy was like take it easy bro like fucking it's just a song so i explained the details i said dude i've been literally singing this song for like two weeks it was like an al bundy moment for those of you who used to watch married with children when he got that song in his head mm-hmm, him 
and he was going to the record stores trying to find out. And anyways, I, I was having an Al Bundy moment. And uh, so finally the song came on. Shazammed it, got it. I was totally happy. And I explained to him why, you know, what was going on. And I said to him something along the lines of, you know, Shazam's one of the greatest things ever invented. And, you know, as much as I was being a little bit facetious, uh, there was some truth to that statement because it just helped me out all kinds. And it's helped me in the past. You know, even when I go to a bar or a club or whatever and I hear a song, all I have to do is, or even it happened to me at a grocery store once. Uh, you know, you Shazam what's on the on the, the fucking overhead speaker and it tells you what's playing. I actually went to a, an Indian store a couple years ago to get some, um, you know, some butter chicken stuff and, you know, dal and, you know, Indian food, stuff like that. And, and I Shazammed it just for fun. I Shazammed the Indian song that was playing and sure enough, boom, didn't it come up and you know, I can't pronounce whatever it was. But uh, anyways, I played it while we were eating and the kids got a, a laugh out of it. And come to think of it, that sounded a little bit racist, didn't it? Well, I was doing it for the good. It wasn't supposed to be racist, but so. Anyways, the food's incredible. How about that? So, uh, so yes, we're talking about Shazam, and next thing you know, we, you know, we're we're basically going like you know, punch for punch. Uh, you know, uh, what the crazy inventions, basically, or uh, you know, innovations that uh, in the past like 10, 15 years that have made a huge difference on our lives, like something we definitely couldn't live without right at this point, or you know, something incredible, but like nothing like too incredible, like. Um, you know, nothing important like medical tools or life-saving devices, anything like that. Anything that's really important was ineligible. We're talking about just strictly entertainment value and shit like that. And, uh, you know, after many points, oh, like no iPhones. The, the rules were no iPhones, no iPads, no YouTube, uh, so other shit like that. So after many, you know, back and forth, we're going back and forth, um, after suggestions on both sides, it quickly became pretty fucking evident that Shazam was not in the top 20 inventions, but it's still pretty great. I still love it, and I'm still confused by it. Uh, I think it's magic, but, you know, that's just me. Um, so we, we decided Shazam was not the number one, uh, and uh, eventually the winner became down to, drumroll please, fucking Netflix. Netflix won it all, and it should be no surprise, especially now during the pandemic. Uh, everyone's watching Netflix. Uh, everyone's downloading uh, and watching on the bus. Everyone's it, fucking Netflix is the thing, right? And you know Disney Plus now, and all these other streaming services are, are kind of jumping on board. But Netflix is the king. Um, true story here. Uh, don't lend your Netflix account password to your buddy and your daughters because then when you go to watch the Netflix that you're paying for, you don't get to watch it. And I'm not paying five dollars more so that Derek and my daughters can watch Netflix. So. Yep, I got kicked out of my own Netflix, so that was that was entertaining. So I uh, I learned my lesson there. Anyways, so Netflix won uh, honorable mentions, uh, honorable mentions, uh, second, third, fourth place, uh, something like that. Uh, go out to Uber Eats. Uber Eats came in number two uh, for finding uh, finally being able to provide hungover, sweaty, fat, lazy people with shitty McDonald's or awful Taco Bell from the comfort of your own couch. I mean, I know growing up. How many times did I fucking want a Big Mac or, you know, I'm the only one in the world that likes fillets of fish. My dad loved them and now I love them and no one else likes them apparently, but I do. But sometimes I just couldn't get to McDonald's. But fuck, man, like pizza, no problem. You could order pizza. Pizza would be a house in 40 minutes or it's free. Couldn't order a Big Mac. Now all that shit's taken care of. Again, another idea where you, you could have made a billion dollars if you just had a, hey, dad, I have this crazy idea. But... Um, so yeah, so it goes Netflix, then it goes Uber Eats, uh, coming in third, my opinion, not Derek's, was, uh, vape pens, uh, for me, they, vape pens were very important, very, very big, because, um, 
I mean, they worked for me. So uh, I know firsthand because I haven't smoked a cigarette in fucking over a year. Dirty fucking nicotine sticks. I'm off those. Um, I'm not, I don't actually miss them. Once in a while I'll get a craving, but uh, for the most part I was never really a heavy smoker anyways. I, I was mostly a smoke when you drink or maybe have a coffee, but it was always drinking for me. Fucking, if I didn't, if I didn't drink alcohol, I never would have smoked a cigarette. So anyways, uh, the vape pen helped with that. So, um. I know. I, also, I know. I know a lot of people over the years. Uh, my dad was one of them. Uh, this other guy, Gillard. You, know, you guys know Gillard. Uh, his brother. A couple other people. They all vaped and they all failed. And they're like, "Oh, you know, these fucking things don't work." But they were also smoking cigarettes at the same time. So you can't vape and smoke, and then when it fails, blame the vape. I mean, it's fucking one or the other. Um, you know. But I, I found that it worked for me. I mean, I guess it doesn't work for everybody, but. I mean, I, th I think you have to be dedicated like anything else. So, uh, vapes, vapes were on the top of the list. Derek substituted vaping with uh, Pornhub, which is, you know, fair enough. I mean, uh, fuck clown porn, right? We've gone over this four or five times now. I mean, I'm sure since I've talked about it, at least one of you guys has Googled clown porn. For sure. I fucking guarantee it. Whether you admit it or not, that's a different story. But I guarantee you guys have Googled it. Fucking Brandon, I know you probably have. So anyways, um, oh, and social media, we, we took to social media, Facebook, Twitter, well, not so much Facebook because they're bigger than everybody else, uh, but we took Twitter and Instagram and, and whatever the fuck Snapchat is, and we put all those in the same boat. So they, they were down the list, but yeah, we know they're, we're, they were pretty important. But um, for, as far as Facebook's concerned, um, I'm, I'm still getting bombarded with fucking porn bot friend requests, and now I'm getting... Uh, direct messages from people sending me private messages or whatever they're called asking if I've heard the news. So it's the very first thing they say, hi. I'm like, uh, hi. And they're like, oh, have you heard the news? I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. So, I mean, I'm getting a lot of those. And I know I talked to at least one other listener who actually messaged me and said he's also getting the same thing. So it's not just me. It's not just because I've fucking Googled a bunch of, of porn on my on my phone and apparently cookies or something, whatever that has to do with it. It, it all ties in between Facebook and cookies. And I... I'm very confused, but I know when I start my car every morning, it tells me where I'm going before I even fucking start pulling in my driveway. So my phone might be, you know, possessed, but whatever. Anyways, let's do a, a few quick news and notes from the last couple of days, because it has been a couple of days since I got in touch with you guys. One of the first things I saw that I thought was, was pretty weird, um, and maybe you guys can help explain this to me because I've been a... Uh, so Elon Musk, everyone knows who he is, one of the great innovators of our time, uh, apparently, um, announced Wednesday that you can now buy Teslas with Bitcoin. But in February, I know I read a story and then I Googled to, to make sure that I was right, which I am. In February, Elon Musk bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin currency. And then nine months later, he's allowing you to buy his vehicle with the same currency that he just bought. So, truth be told, I did a quick Google browse of how Bitcoin works, and clearly I'm too fucking stupid to understand the concept of fake internet money. But just from the outside looking at this scenario, it uh, not it just a perfect example of like the uber-rich getting to control the market off a product that they heavily invested in so they can make a shit ton more cash, and then use that cash or, or fucking internet money or whatever it's called to put sperm banks on Mars? Uh, I mean, Elon Musk is the guy who wants to get us all to Mars, and he's starting off with rockets and you know all this other shit. But to buy 1.5 worth billion dollars worth of Bitcoin, and then uh, I'm guessing that 
he's driving up the price of his own fucking currency stock by using letting people buy it with Tesla. So I don't know. I, I don't know what Bitcoin is. I don't know if any one of you have Bitcoin. If you do, uh, shoot me a quick message and tell me how it works. And um, I know I'm already out of the loop as far as being able to invest. Not that I have any money anyways, but um, I know we're, we're too far gone now. Uh, the next story I got, Arnold Schwarzenegger, everyone knows Arnie, the fucking governor of California, ex-governor of California, is returning in multiple Terminator projects, including movies and a possible TV spinoff. Isn't this the most fucking depressing story you've ever heard? Poor Arnold, he's 73 years old, he's already been in five Terminator movies. For me personally, Terminator 2 Judgment Day is, you know, top 25 of all time movies for me. Uh, I thought it was incredible. I still I, I still watch it. If it's on in the middle of the day or whatever, I'm flicking through the channels and I land on it, I'm staying on that motherfucking movie. It was awesome. But after that, they all went drastically downhill. The uh, the, the 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 one with the with the the girl Terminator was okay, but that last one that was in theaters, oh my god, what a horrible piece of dog shit that was. I mean, how how much more fucking blood can they squeeze out of poor Arnold before they've devalued the entire Terminator franchise, or is it too late already? I mean, frankly, I'm not. I have zero interest. I, I don't care about Terminator anymore. There's there's been five, and they tried a TV show that tanked. Wait, what, just leave it alone. Fucking like old Yeller, take it out behind the shed and put a bullet behind it. It's over. Shut it down. Uh, and what else? Uh, Oh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, I read some reports that it's already getting some pretty mixed reviews. A lot of people are fucking saying it's shit, which is very disappointing, but I kind of had a feeling it would be, judging on all the other Godzillas, the movies they've made. I mean, if you really think about it, I was a huge Godzilla fan from those old Japanese movies. I thought they were awesome. Yeah, were they ghetto? Absolutely. Could you see the strings and shit? Absolutely, but fuck, they were entertaining. And then they made that Matthew Broderick movie where the Godzilla was pregnant, and that was just fucking, oh, what a shitstorm that was. And the last one they made wasn't awful, but it really wasn't good. So um, I was looking forward to it, and it's uh, it's six days away. Um, I'm not, I don't know if any of you guys can even get hyped for movies anymore. I mean, I, I'm... I remember when they used to announce movies, and you know, we're going back, what, a year and a half now? So it wasn't that fucking long ago where you, they would announce movies and you'd be jacked and you'd be, oh, I can't go on opening night. There'll be too many fucking people. And I miss that. I really fucking do. And I, like that, that got me excited for movies. I mean, do you guys even give a shit anymore? I mean, are you guys used to, you know, the, the COVID era of movie watching where, you know, it's 40 bucks to watch it on your TV. You can have it for 24 hours. And that's it. I mean, you can buy your own snacks. I get that. You you know the washrooms are. You can pause it. You you don't miss anything. I get that. And, you know, the washrooms are clean, and you know there's not puke and shit all over them. So I guess that's a plus, right? But I mean, the the movie watching experience. I mean, Jesus, I come on, it's so great. I, the from the the sticky urine floors inside the theaters to the unwashed armrests to the uh, four to five totally unnecessary car commercials that you have to sit through before the goddamn movie even starts. And yes, I'm all about the $27 popcorn combo that literally costs a buck 56 for the theater to fucking make. But I get it every time. And if you throw a fucking Batman figurine on the top of that shitty plastic cup, then I'm fucking sold. Sign me the fuck up. Um, so, that's me. I mean, I, I've still... I mean, I geek out. I'm not gonna lie. I geek out when you know the Star Wars music pounds, 
Uh, and you see the Star Wars, you know, the word Star Wars on the sign, I, I on the on the screen. I love that shit. And when you know, every time Superman would fucking fly around and save Lois, and when Frodo was climbing that mountain to throw the fucking ring into Mordor, and um, and you know, Captain America says Avengers assemble for the last time against Thanos. I mean, that that shit you can't beat that shit from your you know from your couch. I'm sorry, you just can't. Um, I mean, I guess you know our parents. Thought the same way when they used to see shit at the planetarium. They used to watch movies. They used to be able to lay back and they'd play the fucking movies on the top of the, the ceiling, apparently. And that's no longer. So, I mean, I guess live and learn. And apparently, all you know, these theaters are going to go out of business because of COVID and whatever. But, uh, anyways, it is what it is. Moving on to, oh, now the segment. Here we go. The segment that you've all been waiting for, that you all love so much. And I have gotten a lot of positive feedback about. And that would be headlines that you see on your phone that you'll never see on TV. Yeah, this is the fucking shit, apparently. You guys love it, and I'm happy to do it. I'm getting, um, I got an idea for some, for another crazy segment, but for now, I'll give you this little fucking nugget. It involves Florida. I'm going purely Florida. So for those of you who pay attention to what's going on in Florida and the world, you'll understand. Anyways, first story. Uh, and this shouldn't be a fucking huge shock Paris Hilton shoots down offer to make sex toys that look exactly like her and refuses to let them to be be distributed to sex stores so Paris Hilton basically was uh, someone came to her with a business idea that they want to make Paris Hilton sex dolls and they want to distribute them in the sex stores for lonely weird men who fucking still live at home or are serial killers to fuck these dolls in their basement and wash them out and pretty much, you know, marry them and live happily ever after, happily ever after, which in retrospect is probably better than them kidnapping somebody and confining them to the fucking radiator or something in the basement. So I guess that's something. Apparently these sex dolls of Paris Hilton were going to retail at $2,500. So, you know, just a shade under $3,000 after taxes. That's like, you can, probably buy a car for that uh, that will run for at least a year so i would rather have a car than a, a fuck doll but that's just me but the fact that paris hilton rejected it is actually kind of fucking weird because you would think that she'd be like like that's cool or whatever her fucking slogan is because you know she's in my opinion she's a fucking dullard you know i know she's a millionaire i get it or billionaire whatever the fuck she is and i know she's a shitty dj and all this stuff but at the same time i just don't think she has any talent i never have um and if you watch the, the Chicken Wing um, uh, internet show called Hot Ones, she was just on it about three weeks ago. And you can just tell that not only is she not even trying the hot sauce, she's faking it. I mean, I'm sure she does have some, a, a little bit of remnants on her lips, but she's not eating the fucking wing. And eat the fucking chicken wing. You're on a chicken wing show. Like, eat the fucking wing, you fucking, oh, you melon head. Anyways, next story. And I'm going to post a picture of this on, on the... Uh, the Hostile Podcast Instagram account because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, so it's a picture and it's a um, Michigan man photoshops John Krasinski, known as Jim from The Office, for those of you, or the movie A Quiet Place. They uh, man, So he photoshopped a picture of John Krasinski onto a driver's license to try and apply for unemployment benefits. And the rest of the story was he went to the teller, didn't look anything like the fucking guy from the office but the guy's picture is clearly on the driver's license different name mind you but it's definitely the guy from the office 
and tried to get unemployment benefits and was quickly arrested by security for trying to defraud the government in Michigan, which apparently is fucking probably worse than getting a murder charge uh, in the States. Uh, you rip off the government, you're fucked. You want to fucking shoot up a school? Eh, we'll give you 10 years. Uh, next story. Man identifies himself as Hitler. Yes, Hitler is still a thing. And then murders his mother. So man identifies himself as Adolf Hitler and then murders his mother. And the follow-up to that is, according to reports, Thomas Piotrowski tried to pass himself off as being mentally unstable in a series of videos he posted to social media in order to avoid them or in, in order to avoid him being convicted for the murder of his mother. Basically, I would assume that he killed poor mama and then started making videos saying he was fucking Looney Tunes and he was the Fuhrer. And then when he went to trial, used these videos as evidence and tried to get off. Uh, it didn't work. So poor Thomas uh, is in prison somewhere. Um, I don't know where that is, but judging by his name, I'm guessing it's somewhere in Eastern Europe. And I don't think he's doing well for himself. Uh, not only did he kill his mother, but he thinks he's Hitler, which is probably not a fucking good way to make friends. Uh, and the last story I have, and this falls into the, and of course it happens in Florida category. So earlier when I said I'm thinking I'm doing something in Florida, this is part of the reason why. Florida man with the words, only God can judge me, tattooed on his arm, is caught by police outside a Tampa Bay townhouse using a pickle to penetrate his rectum while he was masturbating. So if you just want to let that sink in for a minute or so, that's a real statement. That's a real person in a real place, and that really happened. So this poor cop who's on duty had to fucking, you know, respond to this call that he got and see some fucking guy with only God can judge me tattooing his arm shoving a pickle in his ass and jerking off outside of a Tampa Bay townhouse complex. So I also have the picture of that, and I want to say gentleman, but he's far from a gentleman, clearly. But I do have that picture, and I'm also going to post that to the Hostile Environment Instagram feed and all the other social media I have. I don't think it'll go on TikTok, because I don't really think there's a song that goes with pickles in the ass. But hey, I can give anything a chance. What the hell? So that wraps up headlines for uh, for this week. Uh, so today is Thursday, and like I said, usually it's a uh, you know a tone story Thursday, tone tale Thursday. But I can't do one today mainly because uh, the one that I wanted to tell is a little longer, and I don't want this podcast to be over the forty-five minute mark if I can help it. Because you know people uh, did some research, and apparently. There's a sweet spot, and I've been going a little long here and there, which I thought was good with more content, but apparently it's not. And also, if I give you our tone tail every Thursday, eventually I will run out. So if I actually do make anything of this podcast, it does go anywhere, I'm going to have to start recycling stories or lying. And I promised you guys I wouldn't lie, and I don't want to recycle stories because then you won't download. So it's kind of a can't-win scenario, so if I spread it out, then at least you guys will be interested. But I have promised you guys a great fucking story for episode number 10. I think episode number 10 is going to be just a story because it's that good of a story and it's that long. But what I will do for you is I will give you a, uh, a niblet of a, another story 
which is a, uh, this involves myself. Um, I had hooked up, uh, I was working at a restaurant on the Danforth way back when I was roughly 17. And um, I had the hots for this uh, very, very attractive Greek girl named Stella. And she was dating a friend of my friend Jim's. And when they broke up, I manned the fuck up and I took my shot. Keep in mind, not only am I not Greek, um, but I didn't have any money. The guy she was dating, his dad owned a Greek radio station, so he had dough, he had a nice car. I had no car. I had I don't even I didn't even listen to the radio, and I had really nothing to offer. But I took my shot. So uh, I went up to Estella and you know just hey, do you want to go out sometime? And she said fucking yes. I was blown away. I was like no shit. Wow. Okay. Right on. I'm fucking I'm over the moon. So I called her um, a couple days later, trying to make arrangements to meet up. Uh, turns out she lived by Yorkdale Mall. For those of you who don't know where Yorkdale Mall is, it's from when I was living at Victoria Park in Danforth. It's about a f uh, 35, 40 minute subway ride when you don't have a car because uh, you have to take two different trains just to get up there. And that's where she lived. So knowing that I didn't have a car, she said, how about I just meet you at the, at, at the subway station at Yorkdale Mall. We'll go into the food court. We'll have a meal. We'll talk and then maybe we'll go shoot some pool or something. I said, fucking fantastic. That sounds, you know, that sounds awesome because, you know, not only was it in my budget, but she was willing to fucking meet me at a food court, like fucking right on. So far, so good. So, you know, so far, so good. Uh, then she hit me with the, Hey, listen, uh, I have a friend who just broke up with her boyfriend and she's looking for, uh, you know, to, to just talk to somebody. Uh, do you have any friends that are single? So I did a quick scope of all my friends and all my decent looking friends were, were taken. So I looked at Derek who, if any of you guys know, Derek is probably far from the most attractive friend I have. And I said, hey, man, do you want to come up and, you know, like, I need a wingman. So do you want to come up and keep this girl company so I can, you know, get with Stella sort of thing? So Derek was all about it. Derek's like, fucking, of course. So, all right. I told, uh, I called Stella. I said, yeah, I got a guy. We'll be up there tomorrow. She said, okay, so meet me at 6 o'clock at the food court. I told Derek, all right, we have to fucking leave uh, about and just about an hour before. So, you know, if anything goes wrong, she's not waiting too long. So I meet up with Derek at the subway station at Woodmy Station. And doesn't this guy have uh, two, uh, he has a, no, sorry, he has a bottle of Okanagan cider, which I don't even know if they sell anymore, but it's a carbonated cooler, wine cooler beverage. Uh, this one was green apple flavored and he had a two liter bottle of it. So two liter bottles, the same fucking bottle you buy, you know, a bottle of Coke or Sprite or whatever at the grocery store. That's the bottle of fucking of wine cooler that he had. So I said, dude, like, what do you, dude, what's with the coolers, man? Like, we're, we're going to the food court. And he's like, oh, no, it's for the ride up. And I said, ride up to what? He said, oh, it's, it's for the fucking train ride to the mall. And I'm like, right, we're not fucking getting plastered. Like, I'm like, I think you misunderstand what, what what's going on here. And he's like, oh, no, no, I'll be fine, you know. Da, da, da. So he goes, oh, and I got you a few beers, too. So, you know, I have no fucking spine when it comes to alcohol. So sure enough, we're taking our, uh, our TTC travelers, as we used to call them. So I'm drinking my couple cans of beer. And Derek is fucking pounding this this two liter bottle of cider, like chugging it, and letting out these crazy ass burps because it's all carbonated. So he's burping like a champ. So we get off the first train and we both have to piss. So we, we get to the fucking the, the bathrooms at Young and Bluer. And I was telling Derek, I was like, dude, like you gotta fucking slow down, dude. Like that's a lot of alcohol and like it, it's you know like we're, we're, we're going to we're going to play pool. We're going to the food court. Like fuck. He's like, ah, oh, don't worry, we're good, we're good, we're good. All right, fuck, I take his word, because Derek, Derek always had great tolerance. He could always fucking drink, so I never had any issues with him. And he wasn't a puker or anything like that. He didn't pass out. He could drink all night long, even back in those days. 
So we get uh, we get close to the Yorkdale Mall, and uh, I look over at him, and now I can see that you know his eyes are getting kind of heavy. And I said, "Dude, are you okay? Like, uh, fuck you, are you gonna are you gonna pass out?" No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so well, I'll take his word for it again. We get to Yorkdale Mall, the fucking doors open. Now I have to help him out the doors because now he's stumbling. We he, he you know he shot up quickly and he started to stumble around, so I had to help him out of the fucking train. I go, Derek, what the fuck, man? Are you wasted? He's like, yeah, I'm fucking not totally wasted. I look at the bottle. He's down three quarters of it. So he had maybe not even a third left, maybe. And I said, Derek, what the fuck, man? Like, you know, like, dude, you're ruining this, dude. I'm taking my shot here. This girl's so far out of my league, man. I need this. So he says, okay, just, you know, fucking help me out. You know, we'll, we'll go in, we'll get a coffee or we'll go splash some water in my face. You know, that all the usual excuses. All right, cool. So we get, as soon as we get into the mall, he fucking, I remember he, there was a fucking couple people in front of him. Derek barrels by them. Couldn't get by them in time because he stumbled and he fucking fell. And when he fell, doesn't he throw up all over the floor of the mall? Like fucking immediately. We hadn't even, we, I hadn't even been in the mall yet. And he's already throwing up on the floor. He tried to get to the garbage can. I'll give him the credit that he deserves. He actually tried not to make a scene, but it's too late. So he fucking hurls. And of course, because it's just alcohol, he didn't have any food in his stomach. It was just liquid. So it was just like a pool. It's just fucking like, and I just immediately put my head down. I was like, oh, this is, this is disaster. Like if I had a cell phone back in those days, I would have just called her and, and bailed. I would have said like, fuck, Stella, oh, you know, Derek got hit by a car or something, but I didn't have that option. So I knew she was sitting at the food court and ditching her was not an option because that would just fuck me. So I grabbed Derek, I picked him up, I said, let's get to the bathroom. So together we get there. I splash some water on his face. He throws up in the sink again. He's laughing hysterically because he thinks it's fucking hilarious. I'm trying not to be angry, but I'm fucking pretty livid because I know this is going to go bad. But at the same time, I also know that I've got to get to that food court. I got a beautiful looking Greek girl sitting there who's out of my league, who's willing to date me. I got to fucking, I got to pull through here. Derek, let's go, please. Says, all right, we're good. So I fucking stand him up. I wash him off. You know, I fucking tuck his shirt in, so to speak. We walk out. We're almost like we're hand in hand, almost like we're married. We're walking through the fucking mall. We finally get to the food court. We sit down. Everything looks like it's fine. Stella's happy to see me. I'm very happy to see her, of course. Then the other girl immediately, like fucking immediately says, are you fucking wasted? And Derek just starts howling. And if any of you know Derek, you know his laughing. Takes off the whole food court. Everyone starts staring at us because Derek just starts fucking howling. So Stella looks at the girl. The girl looks at Stella. Next thing you know, Stella says to me, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. I think we're just going to bail. We're just going to go home. I said, yeah, I kind of figured that was going to happen. So sure enough, uh, they bail. And I think my fire alarm is going off which would mean something upstairs is, eh, ah, they'll be fine. Um, so they bail. I go to Derek. I go, what the fuck? He's just laughing his ass off. And that was the end of that. So that was our fucking, uh, that was our Yorkdale mall puking experience. And the fire alarm's still going off because no one's tall enough to hit the button. And they know I'm recording, so they're probably scrambling. And nothing seems to be working. Oh, they got it. There you go. Um, so by the way, I did get a message back from one, uh, viewer, sorry, not viewer, cause you can't see me. I got a, a message from a, a listener 
who said, and it was a female listener. So, hey, thank you for uh, the ladies listening. I didn't think there were any ladies who were listening other than uh, my uh, Sarah's aunt. And I think her mom listened once or twice. But uh, and this was a stranger, so I don't know who this lady is. I do have her, her uh, information. But she um, emailed me and said that um, the fact that I think that fucker and the pussy is even somewhat funny is uh, disgusting. And she is no longer going to listen to me. Because anyone who thinks that that's funny uh, has no class. So I'm assuming that she's gone so I can say whatever the fuck I want about her now. Unless you are still listening, in which case you lied to me. But anyways, I hope you are still listening. And listen, what I said was, yes, fucker and the pussy is funny. I'm sorry, if I'm watching a fucking newscast, which is bored, boring anyways, and if I see some dude zip by with his window down and say fucker and the pussy and the newscaster makes that face, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I gotta say, it's fucking funny. But I have offended somebody, and this isn't the first time I've offended somebody. I have six episodes in. This is the third angry message that I've got. So I'm getting there, boys. Some, some of you said I wasn't hostile enough. Well, apparently I am. But the problem is a lot of you already know me, so you're used to this from me. These people who are downloading my podcast and hearing me say things, not so much. But hey, love me or hate me, my content is decent, and um, you know uh, you got to give me that, right? I mean, you know, and, and I'm being honest, so give me that too. Um, so I did that. So thank you for listening, uh, unknown lady. I will not say your name on air, as I do not want people to give you any shit. So that's what I, that. See, I can be a gentleman, fucker and the pussy. So, um, other than that, what do I have? I have one last thing I just wanted to bring up, um, just quickly, just because it's on my fucking head. Um, I took my little one to Plato's Closet last week. I don't know if any of you guys have ever been to this place, but it's like a, an upscale Salvation Army. Um, it's crazy. I had no idea. So, this place, you can go in and sell your uh, clothes if they don't fit you anymore, whatever the case is, and you just want to get rid of them. As long as they're in really good condition, and as long as they're a brand name, they'll buy your stuff, wash it, and put it on the shelf, and give you money to buy new stuff, which is all brand new. Um, not sorry, not brand new. There is a lot of brand new stuff on there actually. I fucking saw a couple of things with. Uh, I saw a really nice Tommy Hilfiger vest for ninety bucks that I almost bought. Um, but I do, I do see a lot of new stuff on there. But it's like it, there. There's a lot of good shit there. So I don't know if you've ever been there, but I would make an attempt to get out there. The one in Pickering is really good. Um, and I went to one somewhere else. I don't remember where it was, but I also went to one on Kennedy Road. But and I didn't love it, but there was still some pretty good shit. But what's great about it is it's not fucking scary. Like, do you remember the days of going into the Salvation Army and it was like it was like a Saw movie. It was like dark and fucking you know everyone looks unhappy and things smelled and there was broken shit and you just you know you had to kind of well it's only four bucks. The coffee table only has three fucking legs, but I'm going to buy it anyways because it's three bucks. But this place, Plato's Closet, they don't have furniture, but all the clothing is fucking decent. And apparently now uh, retro clothing and, and youth clothing is, is all the rage. So, I mean, good for this. Like, like a decent place. So if you get a chance, I'd highly recommend it. And congratulations, uh, Toronto, on being locked, unlocked down for, I want to say, almost a week now. And apparently the fucking COVID cases are spiking again and they're talking about all this horrible fucking lockdown. So if you're going to go to Plato's Closet, I recommend you do it soon before we get fucking locked down again. So that will be the show for today, guys. Thank you very much. Um, the weekend is supposed to be decent but not fantastic. It's not going to be like it was today at 20 degrees. But hey, 
it is what it is, but spring is almost here. April showers, bring me flowers, yada, yada, yada. Hopefully, um, you know, we have some a really good spring, which leads to a fucking kick-ass summer. And shit's apparently opening up. You know, apparently Wonderland's opening up. I'm praying that the CNE and uh, that everyone else hates except for me opens up because I love the fucking exhibition. That food building is fucking great. Um, and, you know, other than that, um, it is what it is. And I will bring you episode number nine on Monday. And that is that. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to download and subscribe. All my, my social stuff, Facebook, jcowl, IG, j.hostile, Twitter, at podcast, underscore hostile, email j.hostile.environment at gmail.com. Please continue the negative comments, by the way, because not only do they give me material, but I smile while I read them because I know that people are listening, and that's why I'm doing this. So please feel free to email me. And if you want to check out my TikToks, I haven't put my face on my account yet. I'm really trying not to, and is at the hostile environment pod. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. Please spread the word. I'm getting there slowly. I'm almost going at 240 views now, or downloads, sorry, 240 downloads. So please spread the word. Let's keep this going. And I will talk to you shortly. Thank you. And talk to you soon.